The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hey, good morning. Happy Monday. It is February 6th. The year is 2023, and we're 530 in the morning, so you know what that means, Steph. We get another raise. Hey, hey, put it in our bank account. Cha-ching. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, Friday morning, we had a lot of people text in just saying, hey, what are all the RCMP cars doing? We're like, I don't know. We tried to reach out to them. They were very busy, and rightfully <laughs> so, Steph. We got the release, like, Friday afternoon or so. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Somebody, um, very bad driver, I guess. Have you, I know you're not a video game person, but have you ever heard of Grand Theft Auto, the video game? Yes. This It's real life Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> this is what someone thought they were playing a video game in real life. So, alleged, this is all alleged, okay? This yes. is all allegedly. So, someone allegedly stole a vehicle in Gregoire, a truck, and then started driving it Friday morning, crashed into a building, and then as they were trying to get away, they, like, stole another vehicle. They, like, crashed it, stole another vehicle, yeah, got out of that one, stole that one, and then drove on the highway, crashed into a gravel truck. They were ridiculously yeah. bad at driving. <laughs> yeah, and then and then at the and then they got the last time that they crashed into the gravel truck, they like got out, ran downtown some from Gregoire to downtown all, all along this journey on Highway 63 was the last time that they like hit the gravel truck, got out of that, ran into downtown, tried to steal another vehicle, but then apparently like the K9 services like came out and finally got the guy and he's a they haven't named names or anything because they're still going through the whole court system and all that but apparently a 35 year old man from fort mcmurray was the cause of all this like 12 plus charges right now against the person for all these alleged things that they may or may not have done can you imagine if the canine came after you like that uh, would be so terrifying no kidding. and probably painful yeah if, if you're being honest yeah. if you want to read the full story <laughs> it's over on our website <laughs> way back in the summer i spent two weeks house sitting for a friend and along with house sitting be um also came two dogs Diamond Steph. and Buddy, if Di I remember right. That is correct. I have Diamond <laughs> and Buddy under my helm over here. And so the same thing happened just over the weekend here. My friend, they went out for a vacation. I think they went to the mountains, whatever it may be. They're gone. So from Friday till tomorrow night, I have the luxury of two dogs under me. And I got to say, it is the best time, Steph. I feel like they're doing you a favor by going out of town and letting you take care of their dogs. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It, it, it's so much fun. And these dogs, are absolutely hilarious. So, first of all, they're like the most well-mannered, calm dogs in the world. Wow. Like, you'll just go in and they'll just want... They match your vibe, essentially. So, it's like, oh, you want to lie on the couch? All right. Yeah. They'll each be on, like, one side of you in between your legs <laughs> on the other side. And they'll just, like, s snuggle with you for a good amount of time. And Aww. it's absolutely perfect. But then... They're like, oh, you want to go outside? Yeah, we can match that vibe as well. And then they'll start ripping outside. And the funny thing about going outside, Steph, is that <laughs> they're, the owners let me know they're kind of stubborn and they don't like going to the bathroom in their own backyard. Oh. And so their backyard backs onto like a field, which backs onto like a trail type of thing. And so every time I have to like put on the coat, put on the toque, put on the mitts, put on the big old boots because we're going out for like a half hour <laughs> to hour trek. And just so we can get like, maybe they do it on purpose. They absolutely do. They're like, if I don't go to the washroom in my own 
own backyard, I get a walk every time my <laughs> owner thinks I have to go. Yeah, they're just like, oh, we get a half hour, hour walk out of every time we have to go to the bathroom. And it, it just works out perfectly, too, because they're so great, like on leash and off leash, that I can just go out there and just have an absolute ball with them. Wow. So. I'm so happy for you, Sean. How long do you get to the honor of babysitting these dogs? I think sometime Tuesday is when the, the homeowners come home. So uh, whenever they message me, come Tuesday, that's when I'll have to sadly depart. My sweater right now is just filled with Buddy, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I bring him with me everywhere I go, apparently. <laughs> so I told you the other day that on Thursday night, I finally took my Christmas tree down. Oh, yeah. Packed it all up, put it away. Did you find storage for it? What's happening? <laughs> well, I packed it all up, but then I had this great idea over the weekend that I was like, you know what? I'm going to really miss these twinkly lights. I think I'm going to decorate some of my house with them. Oh, okay. Do you, now, are, they're not colored, are they? No, no. Just white. White, just, okay. Just to add a little bit of ambiance and warm light to the room. Right. And so I draped this nice string of twinkly lights over my piano <laughs> and uh, plugged it in and nothing happened. Mm. And I was like, oh, that sucks. So I took it off and tried it in a different plug. Didn't work. And I was like, okay, fine. Guess I guess got to be the lights. Yeah, I guess I blew that that string. Next one took out the next string, did it. Same thing happened. <laughs> and there was no flash. There was no um, indication that I was blowing up the second string of lights in a row. And did I do this four times? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> And now we don't have any Christmas lights left for next year. When did so were they working before? They or were like... working. When I was taking them off my tree, I was unplugging them one string at a time and only the one string was going out. And then I thought like, okay, well at least it's after Christmas, late enough in the season I should be able to go find some on sale. But no, it's so late oh. in the season. There is not a twinkly light left to be had and especially not one on sale and I have blown like I had a 50 foot <laughs> string I had three 20 foot strings all on my one little tree and they're all gone okay didn't we troubleshoot this before Christmas didn't we try to troubleshoot it? isn't it like you just replace one of the bulbs you find out what bulb it is see that would be great but my husband spent two hours yesterday <laughs> afternoon with his electricity tester <laughs> testing the outlet seeing what I could have possibly done yeah. we narrowed it down to the switcher so we have this little like oh. thing you plug in and then yeah. you can turn the tree on and off Pretty sure it blew up every one of my lights just oh. as I unplugged them and put them away for the year. Rip to Sadness. your lights. Rip in peace. I'm taking your New Year's resolution and I'm applying it to my house sitting place right now, Steph. Okay, so my New Year's resolution is to eat my freezer. Yeah. Um, so all of the things that are in my freezer that I've bought for myself, but you... I'm house-sitting right now, and I'm just eating their <laughs> freezer, essentially. And so I'm just, like, making the most random meals that I can find. Like, there was a... Well, it's not too random. Uh, like, last night was frozen broccoli. Uh-huh. Lovely. From the freezer. Just, just frozen broccoli? No. Okay. And then there was fish sticks that was just in, like, a mm. bag. And I just had to guess how long they had to be in the oven for. Fish sticks and frozen broccoli. You got a veg and you got a little protein right there. I mean, you can't go wrong, right? Okay. What's on the menu tonight? Do you know yet or are you just going to go digging? There's some more. Uh, there was a loaf of bread in the freezer, uh -huh. but the bag was like open. 
And so there's just bread kind of spread across the freezer. I was like, eh, it's just frozen bread. Throw, no. it, throw it in the toaster and no. then it's good. What do you mean? No, it's frozen. Fun. Yeah, but there's all these particles, like ice particles. The bread It's all dead. The, fre- the frozen kills it. The frozen makes it wet when you put it in the toaster if it's been covered in freezer what freezer debris it tasted fantastic and once i finished toasting it i was like yeah don't worry i'll get rid of that for you matt i'm gonna clean their freezer's gonna look so tidy and clean when they come back that they're just gonna be like wow thank goodness he ate that because we haven't touched it in months yeah and then i'm gonna have to do the show by myself for the rest (laughs) of the week while you try and recover from your food poisoning And just like that, the Arctic Winter Games are over and everyone has flown home, Steph. Can you believe it? So much preparation. It was finally here and now it's already over. Yeah, it went by so quick, I felt. Just volunteering every single day, being involved in some way, shape or form. It was fun. It was so fun to have it right here in our backyard. Yeah, so cool and across so many different venues. I mean, I think that the kids really got a cool tour of Fort McMurray if they were playing different sports because Frank LaCroix Arena, Sin Crude Sport Athletic, out in Fort Mackay, out in Anzac, like they really had multiple venues on display. Yeah, big shout out to everyone who volunteered and was a part of it in some way, shape, or form. Friday night, I went out and I was at the futsal at Keanu, just indoor soccer. And that's the first time I finally got to see uh, the SAPME team in person. And it was so fun to see like how energetic uh, they were. So I learned SAPME is like the northern parts of Norway, Finland, Sweden, and some parts of Russia as well, all combined into like one. And it was so neat to just see them come together. And I've heard and read about like how passionate they are, but finally got to see them in person. I thought that was very cool. That is really cool. I also found the pin trading. You know, (laughs) we we heard about it a little bit. I met the pin trading lady at Mac Island last (laughs) Sunday, a whole week ago. And then over the weekend, I went to the volunteer appreciation event. And one of the gold medal winners, Ava, she's a figure skater, she was there and she had her pins out. And the table I was sitting at with her turned into the pin (laughs) trading place. People were coming over. They were like, okay, for that one, all right, I'll go see if I can trade with somebody to get an orange shirt so that I can come back and get your pin for that. Like, it was so fun just seeing this kind of side hustle of the games of getting trying to get all the pins that you want for your collection. Yeah, it's the unofficial sport of the Arctic Winter Games. And <laughs> how, how did you think you finished with pins, Steph? You come out on top or what? Uh, I don't think I came out on top, but I think the people I traded with did. Okay. Oh, gee, they duped you. <laughs> a little bit, maybe. <laughs> I saw a tweet over the weekend from a guy named Benjamin A. Pete II. <laughs> what a guy. I know, but he's got some great thoughts. He said, can someone please fix bacon packaging? There has to be a better way. That is a good tweet, and I wholeheartedly agree. It's always so awkward. It is. like, you're, what, Do you use scissors or a knife to open it? I use scissors, and then I'm like guilted into cooking all the bacon because I don't want to repackage it back into the freezer. <laughs> totally, because you have to find a giant Ziploc bag. Like there, there isn't just like the sandwich bag solution because it's such a big package. <laughs> yeah. But then as well, when you use the scissors, all these bacon juices come out on your hands. It's going up your sleeve. Like it is. <laughs> the worst packaging they could come up with. Yeah, you would think something would be made by now. That is a very good tweet, and it's very knowledgeable. Yeah, thanks, Benjamin A. Pete the second. <laughs> so I'm wondering, what other packaging could use an upgrade, and who can we tell about it? Yeah, 780-791-1037. Feel free to reach out. Hot dogs were just on, like, the... 
the meat department right here. The vacuum-packed meat department where yeah. you have to like slice one of the hot dogs just to get to the all the other hot dogs and, and break the seal. <laughs> it, it's so weird. And then you grab like, what, three out of there or two out of there and then... And then now you have to put them in a ziplock. It's the thing that you have to re-ziplock all the time. Yeah, like, can't you just make it resealable? Can't you just make it so that I don't have to slice the bacon to get it open <laughs> yes. and get covered in juice? <laughs> We're talking about packaging that needs an upgrade. We started with bacon packaging because yep. it's just vacuum-packed, so hard to open. You got to wash your scissors afterwards. Not great. You're basically just forced to make it all. At least in my situation, it's like, well, I guess I'm making a whole thing of bacon. You guys are going to eat a pound of bacon for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were suggesting over on the text line, 780-791-1037-3, in fact, Ziploc cereal. I don't know. Why do we need to Ziploc cereal? Because it goes stale. You're trying to, like, roll it down in the box. Like, absolutely, I am all for this. I, in fact, sometimes buy the bagged cereal just because it does come smartly with a Ziploc on it. And oh. like, this is very smart. I'll buy that instead. I'm totally fine with the way cereal is right now with just a giant bag and a box. I think it's because you um, are single. And so, you know, the last <laughs> you're the last person that left the cereal unrolled. And so if it's stale, it's like, well, it's only stale from this morning. I can still eat it. Yeah. And it never, it never tastes stale. It never has like a dry, like crunch to it. It's always a crispy crunch to it. Oh, and I so I don't blessed. know, maybe I just eat my cereal fast. Maybe people leave their cereal hanging around for days on days on days. Maybe. Another one I think that could use an upgrade, same lines as cereal is crackers. Really? I hate the crackers don't have a, a Ziploc bag in them. You you do you do the twisty thing, right? You, yeah. You open the little, tiny little rectangle of a cracker thing, <laughs> and then you take whatever, five out, and then you twist it, and then it's still good to go. Like, that's for saltines, but what about for Ritz? You just eat the whole box. Oh, Are you okay. not eating the whole box in one go? I don't usually partake in <laughs> well, that me, many crackers. My friend does, not me. <laughs> not you. Never. <laughs> Last week on Friday, we made an or I made an announcement saying there's a really good dog out there that just happened to be recognized by the Guinness World Records as the oldest dog on earth. And it was around, I want to say, 23 years old. His name was Spike. He's living in Ohio. Yes, I remember all of this. We said a big happy birthday to him, <laughs> gave him some shout outs. And I think when that went viral, it perked up other people and be like, I have a dog older than that. What do you mean this is a Guinness World Record? So sorry, Spike, you're still the greatest dog to ever roam the earth. Uh, but there's older dogs than you because that you your record lasted for like a week. How do they tell how old a dog is? Do they just have to trust the owner? Oh, that is so I never even thought of that. I think you would just have to trust. Or maybe they have pictures where they can be like, obviously, this is the same dog throughout the years. You can see his birthmark on his eyeball that has never left. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I can't even remember like getting a birth certificate for when I rescued a dog. But the new <laughs> dog, well, big shout out to Stephanie on our text line, 780-791-1037. She heard that break on Friday and she was like, oh, they just found an older dog. It's over in Portugal. His name's Bobby. And he like lived on a farm for a really long time. How old is the older dog? 25? 30 years old. 30, seven years older than Spike. Like, and 
30 years and 268 <laughs> days old from when the article was written. So it's closing in on 31 here. Now, the average lifespan of Bobby is around 12 to 14 years. He's pushing 31 right now. And I think he just lived a very healthy lifestyle on the farm that made him who he is today. Yeah, lots of sheep chasing yeah. and, and fun. I love it. Well, happy birthday. Happy great old day, Bobby. Happy record-setting day, Bobby. You're the best. So last week, you and I were kind of running around town to different venues for the Arctic Winter Games, but we were behind-the-scenes kind of people. Yeah, we were helping with the live stream so people from around the world could watch uh, maybe their related ones, their loved ones, participate in the Arctic Winter Games. Yeah, or maybe just somebody who really likes sports and was interested at looking in on the region. Yeah. Um, but Sport Canada TV, they were the folks who were running it. They are the ones that owned all the cameras and, and made sure that the live stream was happening. And they posted on their Instagram last night just some specifics couple numbers here and they said this past week we used 28 cameras to live stream over 750 hours of competition which means that all those volunteers 750 hours of volunteering um, from 13 sports from venues all across Fort McMurray the event had over 300,000 views yes from 49 different countries wow 49 countries and 300,000 of those views or 50,000 of the 300 were from Greenland. <laughs> That's really cool. That's so cool. So in total, viewers spent over 65,000 <laughs> hours watching, and they did the math for us. They yeah. said that's almost eight solid years. That's really incredible. That's so cool to know that, like, the work that you kind of did and you put in, uh, a lot of people were tuning in and watching. Yeah, so huge thanks to everybody who volunteered last week, who helped make the games happen, and thanks to Sport Canada TV for helping us showcase the region and getting it on this big screen for 300,000 viewers to watch. The Monday After. What did you get up to this weekend, Steph? Started to get a little warm halfway through. It's true. It's true. What I actually did inside fun, I went to go see Avatar for the second time. Oh, I remember you saying this. So you just did like the basic sit in the theater, right? And you enjoyed it. You said it was really awesome, actually. Yeah, I was blown away by how good it was. And I was like, I really want to go see that again. And I want to see if the 3D experience... Mm. Um, elevates it or if it's just fine and you don't have to pay extra just go to the regular <laughs> just wanted to, to compare and contrast because the movie was so good okay so you're doing all of us a favor if one of us haven't seen it yet like myself maybe someone else out there what would you recommend 3d or not I would definitely recommend not mainly because I fell asleep in the 3d oh <laughs> <laughs> okay, so second go around, you fell asleep. Yeah, but I think, like, I mean, the first go around, it was three hours and 20 minutes long, Ooh. and I didn't even check the time once. I was like, Ooh. this movie is freaking awesome. Um, the 3D time, I have to admit, I didn't have a nap after our show on Friday. <laughs> Went kind of straight there at 8.30, so expected to stay up until oh, midnight. That's a long go when you've already a long seen time. the movie. But definitely, I left the glasses on while I was sleeping, so I was ready to go whenever something loud happened on the screen if, and awoke if, me. <laughs> if there was ever a time to fall asleep in a theater, it is with those big glasses on, so no one can really tell. Yeah. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.